Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, folks, welcome to a Sunday afternoon edition of the Free Press Sports with Carlos and Sean. The post-game Lions edition, their first loss, is it's not their first loss of the season. It probably feels like it to a lot of fans. Uh, it, what, what, I couldn't speak to that uh, experience, but maybe someone else can. Someone else can. So we're, we're, at, we're at my house. Carlos came over to uh, watch the game together. And we want to know, really, how, how this is going to play out in Lions fandom out there for the next week. So we, we've got my son, Sam, who's a huge Lions fan, who's got Lions pajamas on right now. That uh, His girlfriend, who's off the camera, Gina, is wearing a Lions sweatshirt. So I think, they're, I think they qualify. What do you think? Yeah, well, absolutely. I think they're tear-stained, too, all, both garments. So tear-stained. Yeah. Before, before we get to Sam, just, just what do you think of what went down? Your first quick impressions. Yeah. 38 to 6, was that, the, was that the final? Yeah. No, it was – I mean, it was a complete no-show. You know, I mean, that's the most surprising thing. And, you know, we both shared the three questions, the bonus fourth question. But, yeah, it's – I think nobody saw this coming. You know, you pre- you actually predicted a loss, Sean. Not 38-6. Not 38-6. And I certainly did not. I predicted a win. I think uh, our other uh, writers did, too. Um, it was just a no-show. It was just, uh, you know, an embarrassment. I mean, they just weren't on the field. They were getting drops and and uh, bad th- wobblers and everything. Everything you could think of that went could go wrong pretty much went wrong uh, for this team. So they were just being outplayed. Um, they look like they lacked energy to me. They don't. Th- I don't think they look prepared. Um, so they're going to have to really rethink what happened. But it just it, nobody saw this coming, right? I mean, you didn't. No, not. I'm not some kind of. I'm not a great predictor that way. Anyway, I, I thought they would lose today, just because it's really, really hard to win. They'd what won four in a row, and it's really hard to win in the NFL. And to, and to win a fifth in a row, that's a special kind of team. And I'm not sure they're special at, at, at this point. Plus, Baltimore's good. They're on the road. I just didn't think we were going to lose like this, but I did think they would lose. You know, a fourth quarter type of game. So the question is, and this I want to ask my my. We'll bring in Sam here for a second. <laughs> if, Sam, if, if Sam's Sam's going to give us a perspective of this is what I'm curious about, Carlos. What the way they lost by 30 plus points, yeah. the momentum it stops. What does it feel like to the fan base who who a week ago we're talking about the NFC Championship game already, the seeding. You know, Dave Burkett, our beat, our great beat writer for the Free Press, is talking about how to get to the Super Bowl, and then this. So, so what does that mean? You're still in that kind of thing. So that's what I want to know, Sam. What, from your perspective, you, you still believe in this team? Yeah, I still do. I'd say what it feels like to me is I think this is the worst loss last year since the Panthers game because I think at that point of the season, we had a ton of momentum. We turned things around. We felt like the, the, the corner was turned, and then we had that deflating loss where we didn't feel like we had energy, and uh, it sucked. And so I feel like it's similar this year. We turned the corner after a bad loss against the Seahawks. We had all this momentum, best record in the league. And then we have an embarrassing loss against the Ravens. I will say, I think after the Panthers lost last year, we didn't lose. And Dan Campbell, I think, instilled a lot of faith in the fan base um, at that win at Green Bay. So 
I think as time has gone by after this game, I've definitely, I think, relaxed a little bit more. It definitely sucks and it's embarrassing, but I think, um, you know, you can only look forward to the next week. And and we still are in the division. That's not great. And we're still atop of that. So I'm, I'm not too worried, actually, at the moment. What do you think, Carl? Some optimism. I mean, it's just, it's just one fan, but, you know, he's, he's a pretty representative fan. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, uh, you know, your other son – you know, Jake was here earlier and we we're watching the game together. And I think they've had it's a cooling down period. I mean, after the games, there's like a 15 minute cooling down period for the teams. But, uh, you know, I, I think they were going to burn these couches at one time. I was kind yeah. of a little bit worried for the, they the safety of the furniture. They uh, East Lansing last night, by the yeah, way. Yeah, right, right. And so, yeah, what was it that uh, our buddy Wojo wrote about? Well, he, did, he did the math about how the Harbaugh's <laughs> took it to the state of Michigan over the weekend. Yeah. At one point, it was like 77 and nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, I think this whole, this whole, I mean, what, what, what Sam's really not saying, which I think he believes, is that it's my fault. Because last time I was here, <laughs> they lost in Minnesota, gut-wrenching. So you, the Lions play a purple team on the road. I'm, I'm to blame, really. This is what it comes down to. But um, no, I think, I think in the, in the, in the cold, it, it, after a day, after you sleep on it, right, you're gonna, you'll realize this is pretty bad. But it's, it's an anomaly. We haven't seen this kind of thing. That's why it's more disappointing. But it's not like it's been a trend. Like they've been getting blown out and coming back, blown out and coming back. And they've just luckily won these games. They've been winning games convincingly. This is such a weird kind of, I would say, one-off. That's what's so shocking about it. But that's also why I think one of the commentators said you it's easier to flush. So I think the team will be able to get past it a lot faster. Also, you know, an extra game, an extra day to prepare for a big Monday night game at home against the Raiders. So that should make it a little bit easier too. Big because it's a Monday night. We don't get that. Detroit didn't get those very often. Real quickly, by the way, the, the, the TV on the background, the viewers can't see. The listeners uh, obviously can't see. But uh, LeBron James just had a tweet up there that said, wow, Lamar Jackson, damn good. Oh, I hope I don't get in trouble with Gannett for using that word. That was LeBron James that said it, not me. But he talked about his pocket presence. And, you know, we, we don't think about that with Lamar Jackson. I, I, probably unfairly so. He played great today. Baltimore is 5-2. and two. They're first place in their division. It's it's uh, the best offense they've seen, the Lions have seen since yeah. Seattle. You know, and I was I wrote about this in our, the questions that we combined. They played three good offenses right now. The first one didn't have their second best player in Travis Kelsey. Seattle now hung 37 on them, and Baltimore just hung 38. So, you know, Tampa's not very good offensively. Atlanta's not very. They had one dimensional quarterbacks. I, you know, it's it's fair to wonder exactly what this defense is. I'm, I'm curious what you think. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're the, what 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 you can say at the very least was they were a really good run defense. I mean, they were showing that. I mean, most teams can run the the, the ball, um, and they were showing a lot of improvement. They I mean, think they were ranked number one against the run, if I'm not mistaken. So that alone, and I think that it was a lot of just. Um, it was a lot of complimentary play on defense with the the pressure that they were putting on the quarterback, the linebacker play. Anzalone was playing better, obviously. Jerry Jacobs, who missed this game, you know, a little bit up and down, but still making plays. And they had Brian Branch back. So that's kind of what was weird was, you know, you had enough pieces there on both sides, but definitely on defense to do something to, to slow them down. And yes, they've had trouble with mobile quarterbacks. We've seen that that's been kind of the theme. Obviously, they beat Mahomes without Kelsey, but Geno Smith, you know, they, they they've struggled. So is that going to be just their Achilles heel? Anytime they get kind of a mobile quarterback, they use a spy, they play soft, you know, whatever it is, zone. Um, 
they have to figure out a way to get around this because, you know, there's a guy named Jalen Hurts waiting for them at some point if they get that far and they're going to have to figure that out. So your optimism is people don't associate you with optimism, but that's fun. That you're, you're, I'm a realist. Maybe it's because you came over here and, you know, had what you had to eat and that kind of thing. I just came over the here sun's out for the first time in a week. I came over here for the food. All right, let's, let's bring the fan back in here, but I want to get a different perspective. So Sam is about to start uh, his I don't want to say career because you started a little bit ago, but he's a high school basketball coach. So put your take your fan hat off for a second. Put your coach hat on. Uh, you're gonna. Uh, I hate to say this. You're probably gonna lose a game this winter at some point, and you might lose by double digits or more. So, so what, what are you gonna tell your team, and and, and what do you want to tell the your fellow fans out there from your coaching perspective on how to recover from something like this? Well, I mean, obviously, I think that they're going to look at the tape and they're going to figure out what went wrong defensively. You know, the Ravens were obviously better prepared. They knew what Lamar had to do in the pocket and he was making nice throws. He had his time. So I don't know. Like, I'm not a football guy, so I don't know what the X's and O's and the ins and outs are. But, you know, if you can have a productive week in practice and film and motivation and realize what went wrong to try and not have those same mistakes next week. And I think most importantly, come out with some energy. Like, I, I felt like Gronkowski was talking about their energy at halftime and he said they needed a big play they needed something to, to jump start that and i think um you know the most important thing is, is starting the game out with that confidence and that energy um and then obviously defensively i don't know what they have to do because because i don't know much about it but i would sure they have a good film session so well i'm not sure carlos or i know much about it either but uh we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna pretend to know we we know enough to know that uh, look dan campbell said he told those side side aaron andrews i think it was during the broadcast at halftime coming out of the locker room that he didn't think it was the energy he thought it was the focus and the attention to detail and we saw that several times where it was kind of like the spider-man meme where you're looking at yourself and says, wait a second i thought you were me i'm you i was supposed to be here you were supposed to be over there as we saw some I don't know if it was miscommunication as much as Mr. Simons not knowing where to be. I obviously Jack Campbell's a rookie and I don't want to the whole game's not his fault, but I think I think we saw it reminded me of the Carolina game last year in that way that, that nobody was lined up. Nobody was where they were supposed to be, or very few of them were in, in terms of gap control. And that game was all about the run game. Carolina had what, three hundred yards and yeah. plus of running just over and over and over. So you know, did Campbell uh, real quickly? Campbell talked about the after the Carolina game about not being prepared. That he didn't feel like he had them ready to play in that kind of game because a playoff spot was on the line. Yeah, yeah. right. I don't know that a playoff spot's on the line today, but there's a national sort of not pride, but there's they're they're coming up. They've become a, a good story in the league. So that was they were playing for that a little bit, right? Right. On the road against right. a fellow division. So they, they were playing for something because they're trying to build this program. And they took a step back in terms of the national perception today. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, people will look at this and and because it was such a such a convincing defeat where just almost nothing went right, that that's what's going to make people wonder, you know, going to get Tony Dungeon on there with the same old Lions or something. And, you know, are they for real? And like you're saying, you pointed out all the, you know, have they been beating up on a bunch of pretenders and whatever? It's um, a fair question. It's a fair question. And especially nationally, if you're not 
paying careful attention to this team, you think, well, they they played a Super Bowl winning coach and they played a former NFL MVP, you know, Lamar Jackson. You know, this is a real team on the road. The Lions just didn't show up for this kind of a, an opponent. So it's fair to question that. I just don't think that it's going to be a problem. I mean, they may lose another game like this to a good team. You know, we'll see what happens, you know, when they get to the, the, the Saints or something down the line or the Cowboys, um, how good those teams will be at that point. But I don't think that this is going to be this should call into question anything that they've done to this point or what their potential is. It's certainly shocking and surprising. But I think you mentioned it at some point, too, that Campbell had said that, you know, adversity is going to come at some point. And it's better for it to come now when really nothing's at stake, you know, and get it out of your system. And you can call back if the Carolina game had happened earlier, probably would have helped them later down the road when that game would have mattered more. But that it happened in December really cost them. So you need to know who you are and against better opponents. I'm sure Campbell's message is going to be, we're going to face this kind of a team in the playoffs. We cannot have this again for whatever reason, whether it was energy, lack of preparation, details, discipline, whatever it is, they have to check that off and say, next time we go into a pretty tough opponent's house with something important on the line, we can't let this happen again. You may lose, but you cannot just not show up. No, for sure. The difference was a year ago they didn't have any mar- there was no margin for error when they lost to right. Carolina, right? Because they'd start off one and six. Obviously, it's not the case. They're five and two now. They're still first place in the division, and right. It's, it's, so there's a different feel that way. I think we saw a stat earlier today. Uh, I don't know if Sam pointed out or maybe uh, Jake, my Sam's brother, that there's what two teams left that have winning records. Yeah. I, I think left on the schedule. So you know what? Take advantage of it. That's the schedule. You know, right? And it's because they're going to get better too. And a real quick, well, one more quick word on Baltimore. You know what? What we saw today, they, they've tried to change their offense a little bit this year. They wanted Lamar Jackson in the pocket more. You know, he's had a little bit of growing pains early in the season. He, he, we can lay lay it all on Aaron Glenn and the defense, but let's give Jackson some credit too because those guys get better as well, yeah, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's an NFL locker room over there with the coaches trying to do the same thing. So it's not it's not all just about the Lions, right? You know, I, you know, who knows? Maybe Baltimore is going to be. Don't in, let, in the AFC championship game down the road. They I might, mean, they might, they're leading their division. But the other thing you can't forget is, you know, the, the Ravens had a lot to play for. This is a Lions team that's on a hot streak. That's really hyped. You know, we're not going to let them come into M&T Bank Stadium and push us around, you know, and we're going to show them. I think it was easier for the Ravens to get hyped up for this game than it was for the Lions to all they've just been doing is winning and winning. And look, okay, now we're going on the road. It's not that easy to go on the road, but we're going on the road. You know, the Ravens, I mean, the Lions were the hot team, the kind of the media darlings nationally. So I don't blame, I could see this momentum being on the Ravens side for this game. With the fan takeover and all that, right? I mean, I saw videos this morning of all the, all the, I don't know what it was like in the stadium in terms of was, you know, the numbers like Tampa or Kansas City or Green Bay, but there was definitely Honolulu Blue there. And you can see they're like, ah, no. That's, 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 that's not happening in here. All right, we're going we're gonna to get out of here. Uh, come back to Freep.com for you've got some questions and you answer your own questions, which is what you normally do. It's, it's a great way to you go through. my questions. It's, it's a great way to go through life. And for Dave Burkett and Jeff Zidle, who are, who are in Baltimore for all the coverage there, we want to thank Sam uh, Windsor, my son. And then, of course, thank you all for joining this Sunday edition of Free Press Sports with Carlson Sean. We will be back with you later this week. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, 
human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.